I was gonna try to keep the note going longer and then I gave up and I thought I could like hide it. <laughs> it was giving pitch perfect. Have you ever um during chorus done that mm-hmm. before where like they make you do the longest yes. note imaginable and it's like I'm going to just pretend you, that you I did it the whole time. You sneak a breath. You sneak yeah. a breath. You're like, ha. Ah, you sneak a breath. Ah, and then your chorus teacher like pulls out a Glock and is like, yeah. Did my, I just hear a breath? All, just now? every single one of my chorus teachers had a Glock. <laughs> like in the eight, <laughs> like it's like an 18 count falsetto. Yeah. And it's like, ah, right. Exactly. Because like, there was only like three or four sopranos the one year. So like if one of us wasn't singing. <laughs> Oh it was gosh. very noticeable. Oh, no. Literally same. Because, uh, you know, there's not a lot of boys yeah. in chorus uh, when I was a boy. <laughs> um, like... uh, what is it? Oh, um, we only had, like, two tenors, and I was one of them. So if uh... I was down for the count that day, everyone knew. And it was everyone's problem. Aww. I feel like we had two tenors, too. I think that's just, like, a normal thing. Wow. You know, just having, like... Because a lot of guys want to be, like, kind of masculine with, like, oh, my bass. Oh, my bass. There were a couple... Well, I'm trying to think. I remember my... What was it? My first year of high school, there was, like, a ton of people in chorus. And then after that, like, our chorus class was very small. Mm -hmm. But, like, there used to be a lot of people. And in middle school, because they forced people in middle school. But you wouldn't know because you were (laughs) homeschooled. You wouldn't know. I always think about that. Uh... My older brother was in a barbershop quartet when I was a kid, like oh when we were being homeschooled. Gosh. I didn't join it. Was it I was, good? I don't remember. They were good. I don't know if he was any good. I'm curious, actually. It was it was actually really cool, like, because it was in the basement of a church. Mm-hmm. So whenever we would go and pick him up from, like, barber... What do you call that? Barbershop. Rehearsal? Barbershops? Yeah. Barbershop quartet school? Um, <laughs> school. No, it would literally be like we'd get down there and there was they had like matching outfits and everything. I'm like the red like candy cane striped oh, a little moment, gosh. especially when we went to the concert they had that. I was like this is wild. He was like 11 when he did that. I was like 6. Wow. At the time. We match like them. Huh? We match like them. Right now? Yeah, we match. We do. We are wearing black with uh some blue nice jeans. little blue jeans. So we cute. look good. We do. We are also, um, for anyone wondering who's listening to us mm-hmm. on any streaming platforms, we are back to recording Ooh. episodes um on video. We are. Welcome to home video. Yes, and if you Whoa. would like to follow us or subscribe to us, I guess that's what you would do on YouTube. It's, yeah. Uh, it's not the Mystery Files username, because you need a couple, I think you need a good amount of subscribers to get <laughs> an actual title. Actual name on um, YouTube. But it's what in our link it? tree. Okay, good. I was like, oh, I don't even know what our name on YouTube is. It's like a long HTML. It's like H H J J I K L. 24 backslash 3702 something. Wow. I'm just making up numbers. I feel like actually the best way to look us up, if you were like, I'm going to try to find them now, you can mm-hmm. just go to the mystery files and look up, you. what is it, Dennis Martin yeah. YouTube. For yeah. some reason, that one like helps you find our show. That one pops us a lot. So look for the Dennis Martin case and then you'll yeah. see like all of it is you there. You also Google the mystery files because I Google the mystery files every yeah. once in a while to see how our searches are going. We are starting to get up there Yay! like if you type in the mystery files like just the mystery files we show up a little we're on the first page i think party thank you guys so we're, we're beating beams. that little uh kids australian show to the ground <laughs> the children from 2016 <laughs> take that kids <laughs> i'm they can't they can't trademark us no 
Uh, we've made enough content at this point. We've been yeah. trekking. And if they do, we'll be like, oh, we didn't know. Even though I guess I'm filming evidence uh, that we do. <laughs> we'll just delete it and gaslight them. But if you look up the Mystery Files podcast. Yeah. We're, we're, we're the only window. That I know of. There's one other result that comes up. And it's what like some it? random. It's called like Midwest Mystery Files or something. It was a podcast from like 2014. Do you know what state it is? Up. I wonder if they're in Iowa. Can you imagine if they're in Iowa? I don't Iowa Midwest? Know, actually. I'm kind of dumb. I think it is. I think it counts as the Midwest. Okay. I'm almost positive. What if it's me in like an alternate timeline? Oh my gosh. An, a timeline where I lived in Iowa still. <laughs> That's chaos. Have you seen Everything Everywhere all at once yet? No, I haven't I seen anything. It. I, I haven't seen it. anything. So I haven't good. seen Nope yet. I haven't seen... T- you used to be the movie girl. What's I know. going on? I think now I work at a movie theater. I'm like, why have I not seen this stuff? But the thing is, yeah. Nope, I wanted to see like when mm. it was in the theater, but there were no days I could go. Because yeah. it would be showing when I was working or it would be a night that I didn't have free. Uh, I was bummed. I needed to watch Nope. I'm sad. I would, yeah, I would honestly just like try to get on streaming or something like yeah. $5 to rent. Just have a night in with it. Because that's what I did with Everything Everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. When you watch Everything Everywhere, it is long. Okay. Um, But it's good. Is uh, it stretchy? Like it's stretched out you don't get a break in thought till mm-hmm. the hour mark in that movie like it's like go 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 like the inciting incident has like already happened and like you've moved like you've moved on fully like okay by the time you get a break you're almost at the midpoint reversal okay which is that's long yeah for anyone okay. who doesn't know that's that's film screenwriting talk for plot points plot points <laughs> little plot points we'll have to give it a watch i want to watch something new so that'd yes. be fun but yes also um, welcome to the show i don't yeah. know yeah welcome. i'm tiffany i'm logan nice to meet you nice to talk to we're you we're the mystery files we're the mystery files if that wasn't clear enough <laughs> uh we're excited to be here excited for a new season season <laughs> seven season seven crazy season seven crazy to think about yeah it's been so cute going for a minute you've been trekking through the yeah. wilderness to get here this is our season premiere and we're very excited to be here yeah. i miss doing the show i know we only took a break for like i think a couple of weeks there yeah but i missed it i missed I it so much and i'm glad to be back i'm excited for you to be the one to start it i know it's literally like oh no like, i've missed i've missed your cases miss i think what's your? Oh no! You were the last case for the summer tapes. You did the 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 Montauk project. Montauk! Wow! Montauk. I'm glad you remember. I didn't at all. Yeah, that episode did pretty good. A lot of people liked that one. That was a fun episode to do. So yeah, thank you. But hopefully, everyone will enjoy like what I brought to the table this week. Uh, mm. I mentioned this off off screen, off uh, off camera, off, off camera, off mic. Uh, this um. Is something like I really wanted to do, but I was having such a hard time because it's like a concept and mm. I was trying to find little stories inside of that concept, but I couldn't find anything and I was freaking out because yeah. I was like, oh, it's a season premiere. Oh, it's a big deal because I think I always come in swinging with a good yeah. season premiere. You do. So I did this. What was it for the summer tapes? I was like, we're doing werewolves, baby. I love it. Yeah. But this wow, one's wow. going to be quite interesting. So Yee. if you would like to give me a little drum roll we can get into Yay. it um they get to see my drum roll on my face now if you're watching this drum roll might be anticlimactic though because it's one word it's gonna be great okay you ready <laughs> okay this week on the mystery files we will be covering the case of luck dun dun luck. dun there you go okay well, that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. now that you're bringing that up especially with promo 
Yeah, well, that's why yeah. I wanted to do it, because our season seven promo is all about luck and, like, kind of turning the cards around and wow. doing stuff like that. I was like, what better episode to do for season seven, the lucky number, with talking about the concept of luck itself? Ooh, that's perfect, actually. Yeah, so I'm, like, really excited, actually. Yay. I found so many cool articles about this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be talking about, like... Luck as the idea, good luck, bad luck, and superstitions as well, Ooh. where superstitions have come from, how that affects culture, life, etc. So I'm excited. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yes. all right. So luck is the phenomenon and belief that defines the experience of improbable events, especially improbably positive or negative ones. The naturalistic interpretation is that positive and negative events may happen at any time both due to random and non-random natural and artificial processes, and that even improbable events can happen by random chance. Mm -hmm. In this view, lucky or unlucky is a descriptive label that refers to an event's positivity, negativity, or improbability. So that's just kind of a brief little look at what the idea of luck is. So just randomness. Randomness. Did you ever... um, that whole thing just now reminded me, do you have to do in math class the, like, random, uh, like, luck stuff with, like, the numbers? With probability. With probability. I hated probability. I was awful at probability. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I would get it in, like, a small capacity, but once they started bringing in, like, large numbers, I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. don't know. That's fuzzy. Oh, my gosh. None of it... that made sense. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how am I supposed to know? When it got to the big numbers, I was like, I... What am I supposed to do here? Yeah, they're like 64 out of 8 million. I'm like... We had to do that in Algebra 2 in high school. Mm -hmm. And, like, the thing that was so frustrating is... I might have talked about it before to you, maybe not on the podcast. But I had an Algebra 2 senior year uh, first period. So it was like 7.30 in the morning doing math. Absolutely not. It was terrible. And when we did probability stuff, I was like, How? How, how is my brain supposed to function? That's how I was senior year. Senior year, my first class of the day was honors physics. And it was like, obviously high level math and mm-hmm. science. And oh I'm not a math gosh. girl. Everyone knows. Are you, were you on honor roll? Like, were you the, like, all honors class? Oh my god. I yeah. only took one AP class. I didn't take, like, AP. I took just honors. I don't know if that's the oh, same okay. thing. No, I, I think they're don't different. Know. I think they're just they're kind of the same thing, but different terms. I think are AP different. like the ones that can go on your college? Yes. Yeah, I didn't do those. I didn't because I don't want to pay it, money. Because it didn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I just did all honors. But I mean, I did it, but it caused a lot of panic attacks. <laughs> oh my god! You didn't do honors at in college, did you? An honor. I think I did one honors English class. No, I didn't. I'm a liar. No, I'm a liar. I think I was going to do the honors mm-hmm. program, but I was like, I'm not stressing myself out more than I have to. So sorry to our, our alma mater, but I, from what I heard, our honors program sucked. Yeah. Like, I've it was like it they added three more homework assignments to everything. I was like, oh my god, I can't Well, wasn't our friend, I'm Link. not going to say her name, <laughs> wasn't she part of honors for a while? And yes. And she stopped she, being? She did sucked? not like it. Yeah. I remember she was like, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> I want to die. Yeah. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I didn't want to. I think I was going to be and I was like, yeah. I'm not even putting myself through that anxiety. That's why like, I, I like, survived. that's why I only averagely tried. Because if I yeah. averagely try, no one expects crazy from exactly. me. Exactly. Academically at least. <laughs> I took a lot of stress off myself when I went to college because I feel like the honors classes mm-hmm. in high school, like with no. everything. 
But I did it. We made it through. We survived <laughs> on luck. On luck. Ah, get what I did Speaking there. of that, um, so supernatural interpretations of luck consider it to be an attribute of a person or object or the result of a favorable or unfavorable view of a, a deity upon a person. These interpretations often prescribe how luckiness or unluckiness can be obtained, such as carrying a lucky charm or offering sacrifices or prayers to a deity, um, which we'll also go into a little bit about like different good luck charms, bad luck charms, all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Saying someone is born lucky may hold different meanings depending on the interpretation. It could simply mean that they have been born into a good family or circumstance or that they uh, have their habitat experience and probably relates to positive events. So even if they were in a different upbringing, maybe just the way they are, they just have just been lucky with finding that success Mm -hmm. Uh, due to some inherent property or due to the lifelong favor of a God or goddesses in a lot of uh, different religions, like a monotheistic or polytheistic, which Mm -hmm. I think Polly is believing in more than one god. Yeah, mono is, is like... one god. Polly mm-hmm. is multiple gods. Yeah. So yeah, so many superstitions are related to luck as well, though these are often specific to a given culture or set of related cultures and sometimes contradictory. For example, lucky symbols include the number seven hey. in Christian-influenced cultures, the number eight in Chinese-influenced cultures as well. I didn't actually Aww. know that. I didn't know eight was know a eight lucky was. number in Chinese culture. No. Huh. Seven was my favorite number for a lot of years. Like, apart really? from, like, Christianity, I think it's because in the, like, peak of my Michael Jackson obsession, I think people were saying Michael Jackson's favorite number was seven. <laughs> and so I made that my whole personality. So you said, I'm going to just do this. And then I was, like, really big on seven. So, like, if you if you went back on my mm-hmm. Facebook to the dark times mm-hmm. of my Michael Jackson era, there's, like, pictures of me, like with like a cupcake that says seven and like just random stuff because i was like seven. Oh my gosh it's that's magic, so funny a magic number that's so funny it's crazy mine was six i think six is still my favorite number which is the why satan number. why do you want the satan number to be your favorite number well it like has to do with like everything i was born like june 26 so it's 6 26 and i was born at 606 in the morning and i think i was in room 616 so there's like seven sixes like in my birth chart or whatever so you are satan i'm like double satan because there's like (laughs) get this get this because there's like wait if i have seven sixes in there that's like that like cancels out so it's an angel thing Uh, right no that's a lot of sixes that's a little too many sixes in my humble opinion (laughs) i don't know i just like six I want to find the person who was born on 6666, like 1966. You'll probably find them in like a record somewhere. They're probably still alive. If any of you out there, if we have any people who are a little older out there, born in 1966, who are listening to the podcast right now. Yeah, be sure to reach out. (laughs) I want to know, like, if you got some weird vibes in your life, how's your luck doing? Probably not great. (laughs) Um,. So, um, unlucky symbols and events include entering and leaving a house by different doors or breaking mirrors, uh, which we'll get more into, Mm -hmm. uh, later. Um, in Greek culture, throwing rocks into the wind, um, and then ravens as well in Western culture, which we see a lot of, like, in film. A lot of ravens are, like, a sign of, I think, death? 
usually. Yeah, they're an omen of death. Yeah, Did I? like bad luck. Have I ever told you, like, the stories of how there's people in my family on my mom's side who they would see, like, a black crow or, like, raven come into their house Mm-mm. and then someone would die? No, my, you my did. Gr- my great aunt you was telling tell me, about, me that. about that. There was, like, stories of people in my family that saw these, like, black birds yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Did you... I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast before, but I remember you telling me about that. That had to be like a sleep overnight or something. It was it like three been. in the morning. I think you yeah. told me that story. I feel like I've definitely told you, but yeah, that's the luck thing. That Omen of death. Wild. I don't want to see no blackbirds. Get out of here. Fly little birds. Okay. Some of these associations may derive from related facts or desires. For example, In Western culture, opening an umbrella indoors might be considered unlucky, partly because it could poke someone in the eye. Ah, you're right. (laughs) Whereas shaking hands with a chimney sweep might be considered lucky, partly because it it is a kind but unpleasant thing to do, given the dirty nature of their work. (laughs) These these feel like old-timey. They're very old-timey. They're cute. I feel like it's like 1920s good luck and bad luck. Like, oh, yeah. let's go to the speakeasy and. Uh, I want to be a chimney a, <laughs> a ladder at the speakeasy. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Quit it. No. They should make a speakeasy or a bar that's just full of ladders. D- that's chaotic. Why? I don't know. I think just it'd be for funny. the luck of it all, the luck of the draw. It could be funny. I used to walk under ladders as a kid because I thought it was funny and then I would like walk because I think like how to you to reverse it you have to go through it backwards or something oh that's how I did when it. you were little did you think stepping on a crack would break your mom's back yeah I, I think did. I cried one time about it I would always I jump I... over them <laughs> I was so stressed oh my gosh can you imagine if we like lived in like a big city at the time where the construction's awful so there's cracks everywhere like I'd be go... like I'm gonna kill my mom <laughs> like what I don't want that no, no, literally, that's what I did. I, like, would cry, but, like, I just killed my mom. I don't want to step on the cracks, <laughs> please. So sorry. Don't you believe that, like, you said something one time about going around a s- different sides of a pole, What? and it's bad luck? Oh, um, I don't think we're talking about that, like, in, like, any of the stuff I'm doing, but mm-hmm. yes, so splitting a pole is, like, very bad luck, uh, at least, like, from what I know, and it, like, freaks me out. I don't know the relation to it, mm-hmm. but I think it... The reason why it's bad luck is because it's breaking the bond of the people you're with, like the friendships oh. and relationships you have. And I look very fondly on my friendships and relationships. Yeah. So if I don't medicate yeah. that situation, I freak out. I didn't know that's what that did. I do that as a bit all the time because <laughs> no, yeah. the time that you were like, don't do that. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to do it anyway. Because <laughs> you never told me why. But I guess we're still friends. But that's also probably because I like treated the yeah. amount of times you would split the pole on purpose. <laughs> I can't believe this whole time I've been like, mm-hmm. haha. And then this is just like a me thing, but like usually mm-hmm. you have to like even it out. So like if you split the pole like four times, I have to make sure like I'm on your same side another four times so it evens out the stuff. Okay. So it cancels out the That's stuff. A lot. Yeah. Well, I think you've seen that before when we've gone out and like oh, no, hung out late at night and yeah. it's like a group of like 12 of us and yeah. i'm like you yell at me and that's the other thing i have to do is that like because <laughs> it also brings bad luck to the people so oh no that's the whole thing so okay so say there's 11 of us right okay. i'm included in this 11 in the here group. we go 
five of you yeah. split the poll, and then the other five split the poll. I have to make a decision mm-hmm. on who's getting my majority vote to oh. keep the good luck of the night. Oh, no. And then if we have, like, a group of, like, ten, and mm-hmm. four of you split, and five of you go, I would go with the four so it evens out, or you could pick majority. I have, I have a whole thing about polls. That's polls chaotic. are, like, the only thing I'm kind of, like... And I think knocking on wood, which is also in here. I knock on wood, but I don't think it actually does anything. I don't think it does either. I don't know. I feel like yeah. I'm not super... Well, I'm superstitious in some ways, but not... I just knock on things. I go knock on, I don't know, tinfoil. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. But yeah, so uh, in Chinese culture, the association of the number four as a homophone with the word for death may explain why it is considered unlucky. So I guess eight is the lucky number, four is the unlucky number. To oh. Uh Extremely complicated and sometimes contradictory systems for prescribing these, like, suspicions of good luck and bad luck and arrangements mm-hmm. of things have been devised. Uh, for example, with um, Feng Sh- uh, I think it's... Feng Shui? Feng Shui, yes. I, was, mm-hmm. I thought I had the pronunciation. No, you're okay. Uh, Feng Shui? Yes. Uh, in Chinese <laughs> culture and systems of astrology in various cultures around the world, which in Western culture, we find astrology... We are very serious. Like, yeah. girls would be, like, uh, not even just girls, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I know at least, like, for me and Danielle specifically, though, we're like, well, his birth chart says this, though. So what do oh, we think Oh, for astrology? I am <laughs> so lost on all of that. And I want mm-hmm. to be better. But I think it's funny. Did you used to have co-star or no? No, I did at one point for, like, when we were orientation leaders. Really? Because everyone was like, Tiffany, get this. And I did. And then I never used it. So I deleted it. Really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I don't think like... I have co-star anymore either. Oh. Did oh. you hear they were under scandal? Why? Co-star was apparently under a scandal that, like, they would send out, like, mean things to see if they could affect your mood. Ooh. Like, they would, like, send you something that's, like, to try to give you a bad day. That's not right. Yeah. I, I need to, like, actually look into the article, but I know a lot of people I talked about before, like, CoStar admitted that, like, they have, like, tried to affect people's moods That's when mean. using their app. Which is another reason why I don't have it anymore. He said, let's just delete them from yeah. existence altogether. Right? Mm-hmm. I just... I like CoStar because it makes, like, your birth chart really easy to read, though, because it has, like, all that info in there, which is very nice to have. I don't know. I feel like I just didn't understand what any of it actually meant. Like, I was mm. looking at it, but, like, it just... Psh, it was like, it's fine. No sense. <laughs> um, alright. So, this is just a couple of, like, quick rundowns with luck a little bit more. Um, but there's three rules of luck, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, three standard rules that people follow. Uh, luck is either good or bad. Okay. It's not in between. Like, you can't have mid-luck. <laughs> You can't okay. have, like, a just okay luck. It's just good or bad. Or bad. Okay. Um, luck is the result of chance, is the second thing. Mm-hmm. Everything with luck is chance. Like, there is no possible feasible way you can make luck work in your favor. Okay. Um, Other than, like, you know, the charms and stuff. But, like, you can't, like, make the universe decide. Work. Yeah. yeah. Like, the universe will decide what she's going to decide. So witches can't make you lucky. Like I if think there is a they're witch. able to help 
with like charms and things like that but it's very much like it's a result of chance like when you when you get good luck charms or Mm -hmm. bad luck charms you're increasing the chances of it but it's not okay for sure so like you know if you're 50 percent lucky and you get a horseshoe Mm-hmm. you might be increase your chances of being lucky by 70%, but there's still a 30% chance the luck will be bad. Okay. Good, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and then this, this is the third one. Luck applies to a sentient being. So. Okay. Like a God. Yeah. Luck is like, defi- like when we think of luck, it's this idea of like some universal phenomenon. Okay. Like it's very, we don't know if it's a god or goddess or if it's the universe or if it's our impact on the world. Mm -hmm. It's very just like, it is a sentient thing. It is just, luck is just a thing. Okay. Like luck is just, like if you could put a name to luck, I guess. Luck. Luck. Lucky charms. Lucky charms. Magic. The little, the little, Little I almost said gremlin man, uh, leprechaun. Leprechaun. (laughs) Does he have a name? My guess lucky is Lucky. Charms. Is his leprechaun. name Lucky? If it isn't, that'd be really funny. They missed their opportunity. Stop, it is. is it Lucky? It's Lucky ah, the Leprechaun. Lucky the Leprechaun. He's so cute. Fun fact, um, this is actually something I like uh found out before. This is such a side tangent, but since we are on the topic of luck, um <laughs> Lucky the Leprechaun actually used to be a wizard. He was a wizard on the original like boxings and stuff. Oh, so like, here's what? a picture of it. What is that? Right. I don't know if the camera can see it here. Oh. But if you look up Lucky the Wizard, it comes Okay. Up. Yeah. And he was on, like, the cereal boxes. Yeah, he was, like, fully on, like, cereal boxes and stuff. I wish we had a wizard on our cereal box. Yeah. That's um, fun. I think it was just, like, about, like, marketing, because they originally mm-hmm. were saying, oh, it's Lucky Charms, like, it's a wizard, so it's, like, magic, so it's lucky. Yeah. But I think they went with the direction of uh, him being a leprechaun, because it's more, and funny enough, it's more, like, American yeah. to be, like, a leprechaun than or a chil- wizard. children are just wimps, is that the situation? <laughs> They're scared of Lucky. But was he a warlock, technically? Basically. Lucky the warlock. King. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to get into now um, the idea of luck in interpretations. Mm-hmm. So luck is in- interpreted and understood in many different ways. Mm-hmm. So the first way is the idea of a lack of control. Okay. So luck refers to that which happens to a person beyond that person's control. This view incorporates the phenomenon that are chance happenings of person's birthplace, for example, but where there is no uncertainty involved or where the uncertainty is irrelevant within this framework, one can differentiate between three types of luck. So the first one is mm-hmm. constitutional luck. That is luck, luck with factors that cannot be changed. Place of birth, genetic uh, material are kind of a thing. Like mm-hmm. you can't help where you were born how you were born or like yeah it's like the privilege yeah like the environment you grew up in that is like luck that cannot be changed like when you were born there is no way you could have decided i actually want to be born here instead yeah yeah okay um the second one is circumstantial luck Mm -hmm. uh with factors that are haphazardly brought on uh which is like accidents and epidemics are typically 
usually like a thing. So I think mm. perfect example is COVID. Yeah. Circumstantial bad luck, mm-hmm. uh, just factors and accidents that just, it happened. Yeah. We, we can't change it. It happened. It happened. You know? Mm-hmm. And then the third one is ignorance luck. That is luck with factors one does not know about. Um, examples can be identified only in hindsight. So kind okay. of like, you know, like uh, with hindsight being the knew it all along phenomenon or like that gut feeling you get of something like, should I really go to that coffee shop today? Is that what I want to do? Because then you're playing a game of chance. It's like, which direction will you go? Yeah. So it's like whatever decision you make will affect the amount of luck you have there. So you could either end up with like a really good coffee mm-hmm. or a really bad coffee. Okay. You know, kind of like where like you do have some sort of choice in luck, mm-hmm. but it's still like you can't control the way that it turns luck will out. define. Like it's it's a guess. What was that game. one called? The third one again? Ignorance luck. Ignorance luck. Okay. Ignorance luck. Ooh. I think mm-hmm. I like the second one the most. The mm-hmm. when, what is it? circumstantial circumstantial luck, luck. i'm like mm-hmm. Ew. it kind of reminded me of like the um final destination movies for some reason oh my oh uh, the final destination movies they are they're messed up they're nuts they're creepy they're, they're so scary but like that's all like bad luck it's i don't know what you if it would technically be considered circumstantial mm-hmm. so it's also like sort of led by some i don't even know curse mm-hmm. type thing but it's kind of circumstantial yeah. Like a log truck is in front of you and it goes through your windshield. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, it's it, it's a really cool one. I think out of the three for me, hmm, I kind of like the idea of ignorance luck. Just mm-hmm. the idea that like the choices you make have impacts on things and that like decides a lot of things around you, but you can't fully... Like, you can never 100% make a decision yeah. and be like, this is the correct choice. Like, you are still taking a leap of faith, a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? I, and I think that's, like, really cool to think about. Like, um, what was it? I saw a YouTube video yesterday that said, every second we make 10,000 decisions. Mm. Or yeah. have, like, 10,000, like, Something about, like, 10,000 thoughts or decisions. It was very interesting. But, like, I think that's kind of cool, too. The idea of, like, every second we are making choices in the way we speak, the way we act, the things we do. Yeah. And it's that still comes down to luck because it's the way we are interpreting reality. Yes. Like, that's I think it's why probability was so chaotic to me because I'm, like, Mm -hmm. there's literally so many different ways this can go and it's, like, impossible to limit it. Yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Um, so speaking of that, uh, we're getting into like another um, type of luck or like a theory of luck. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the gambler's fallacy? No. Okay, so the gambler's fallacy, also known as the Monte Carlo fallacy or the fallacy of the maturity of chances, is the incorrect belief that if a particular event occurs more frequently than normal during the past, mm-hmm. it is like it is less likely to happen in the future, or vice versa, when it has otherwise been established that the probability of such events does not depend on 
what has happened in the past. Mm -hmm. Such events having the quality of historical independence are referred to as uh, statistically independent. So we're going back to the math thing, how we learned like independent, dependent variables and how that describes chance. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I remember doing stuff like this in math class as well with gambler's fallacy. Uh, Mm -hmm. The fallacy is commonly associated with gambling where it may be believed, for example, that the next dice roll is more than usually likely to be a six because there have recently been fewer than the expected number of sixes. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, So the term Monte Carlo fallacy also originates from the best known example of the phenomenon, which occurred at a Monte Carlo casino in 1913. Ooh. Yeah, so that's like the whole idea of... um, coin tosses or like Mm -hmm. uh when you roll the die like things like that um yeah like i think i could be wrong but i think i saw something before that says whenever you flip a coin you always want to pick heads because i think heads yeah but also heads i think has a dominance over the coin i think that's a part of the gambler's fallacy this idea that like the uh, more of the time it will land on heads interesting oh i wonder if because on a coin aren't the ridges on the bottom of it like there's ridges all around it obviously but Mm -hmm. like they extend a little further on the bottom so like i guess it would make more sense if it landed heads up Mm -hmm. maybe i don't know if that makes any sense if that would work yeah no it, it does like make sense i i fully forget where i saw that i think i actually saw that on discovery kids thing that was like whenever you do that Mm-hmm. And I learned from a Baron, this is so off topic, I learned from a Baron, uh, not Steen, Stain, Baron a Baron Stain, Stain Bears, uh, thing that was, uh, what was it? Oh, when you play tic-tac-toe, mm-hmm. you always want to be the one to go first. first. Yes. Because if you go first, you win usually. Yeah, I know, because Benjamin always wins, because he always <laughs> wants to go first, and then I'll, it's like twice, I'm like, can I go first? He's like, no. And I still lose. I think I'm just not good at tic-tac-toe. But I'm worse when he starts. Because he always wins. <laughs> Bitter. Um, okay. So the next thing I'm going to get into is the essence of luck. Ooh. So there is also a series of spiritual or supernatural beliefs regarding fortune. These beliefs vary widely from one to another, but most agree that luck can be influenced through spiritual means by performing certain rituals or by av- avoiding certain circumstances. Luck can also be a belief in an organization of fortunate and unfortunate events. Luck is a form of superstition, which is interpreted differently by different individuals. Carl Jung coined the term uh, synchronicity when Mm -hmm. he described as a meaningful coincidence. Mm -hmm. So that's his version of luck is like it is a meaningful coincidence, which I think goes back to the whole idea about choosing your path. It is Mm -hmm. a meaningful coincidence coincidence of events because you yeah. put intention on the choice you made and i feel like it also comes down to like you making it meaningful as well so like right you made that coincidence meaningful mm-hmm. which i think is also like just so cool to think about mm-hmm. uh just those ideas okay so I'm going to do all right i know where i'm going now all right so i am going to before we get into superstition I mm-hmm. want to speed run some ideas of like what people think is bad luck. Okay. Like just a quick list, and then we'll go into a little bit more in depth. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so some things people find as bad luck is breaking a mirror because it's said to bring seven years of bad luck. Yeah. Um, which I don't think this is on this list. Uh, mm. but you had mentioned when you came <laughs> to our house. Yes, I did. Uh, last week. Yeah. That we had a mirror um, facing a mirror facing a mirror, and what what does that do, <laughs> guys? First off, I just want to talk about how they literally had the biggest mirror in their apartment facing the mirror in their bathroom. <laughs> and I walk in and I'm like, uh, you should not be doing this. Basically, it's bad luck because it opens like a portal for like Nuts. dark entities or like any entity to enter your house. But either way, it's not a good vibe. Mm-hmm. It's bad luck. <laughs> Like, what is wrong with you? And it's probably still there, isn't it? That mirror. No, she moved it, actually. Oh, good. I I scared it But we did have it there for, like, a few more days afterwards. (laughs) You're trying. You're testing. (laughs) You'll look. Um, So the other one is bird or flock going left to right, which I didn't know about this one. That's actually something in, like, paganism, they believe. Uh, This idea of, like, a bird goes left to right. It is, like, a bad sign of, like, your crops or... Your stock, I guess, of what could, like, it might bring bad luck to your stock of birds or chickens, things like that. Ooh. Um, And then certain numbers were speed rounding. So the number four we talked about in Mm -hmm. most uh, Asian cultures, including uh, Chinese cultures, Japanese, and Korean. Um, And then the number nine is also um, a bad luck number in Japanese culture as well. Is it? That's Stephanie's favorite number. Oh. Oh. Um, so I guess the reason why number nine is a scary number is because it resembles another word in Japanese that sounds like a word for suffering. So oh. the number nine sounds like a word in Japanese that means suffering. Oh, which no. Okay. I could see how, like, oh, my favorite number is suffering. That's. <laughs> Do you like suffering? <laughs> I don't like the number nine. Kind of scary. Um, and then also number 43, which can uh, literally specific. mean stillbirth. So kind of the same idea oh. of translation. Yeah. So 43. Like, I wonder why 43. Um, I think it's that same like interpretation of like how that word sounds. Okay. Like. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Too much. And then, of course, the most famous number, uh, both of them, 13. And then six, six, six. Ooh, don't say that. Dun, dun, dun. A portal just like opens up right here on the podcast. And Terrible. Like, we fall through the floor. Right? <laughs> also, coming back to 13, um, mm-hmm. can we talk about how some people say that some buildings don't have a 13th floor because mm-hmm. it's bad luck? I've and seen that before. The thing is, I remember when I moved into college because my dorm was on the 13th floor and everyone kept mm-hmm. saying like, oh, Tiffany, it doesn't exist. Like... How do you have a thing on the 13th floor? Because mm-hmm. some buildings don't because it's bad luck or they don't have that open to people. But, like, I was living on the 13th floor freshman year. Oh, my God. That's so scary. I didn't And so I, like, that. freaked myself out because I was, like, I'm on the 13th floor. And then my dorm was obviously scary because I would hear music through the walls and I was on a corner room. So, like, there's, uh, in my shower, I'd hear, mm-hmm. like, orchestra music. Mm-mm. Weird. That, yeah, I didn't 13, even hear orchestra music. Through my shower, and there was no logical way I'd hear it, because I'm literally on... There was a corner 
and it was just like I'm the side of the building. We didn't even have like an instrument. We don't have an instrument major at the college we went to, so it's no. Like, like if they do play like instruments, the thing is, it was like a whole orchestrated band, and it didn't sound like a recording. It was weird. That sounds like a horror movie. Like I when know. you see like bands like playing, like yeah. there's no one there. Oh, no, nope. I think I have a recording somewhere in my phone. So I was like, oh my gosh, I got out of the shower and started recording the wall because I was like, what is nope, happening? Nope, nope. But yeah, 13. Bad, 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 bad. Oh my gosh, that is nuts. Nuts. Okay, so we're going to move on over to Superstitions. Um, very superstitious. That was the song I was going to sing before the podcast. So guys, (laughs) I literally, I was going to sing a song, because I'm usually sing-songy before we start, (laughs) just to calm the nerves. I I turned to Tiffany, I was like, I just had to stop myself from singing, because I would have fully given up what this episode was. I don't know how I didn't pick up on anything. Considering, like, what... We did the photo shoot before this, so if you're watching this and you see us matching, that's kind of a hint that we did a photo shoot. Yeah. But I don't know why I didn't get any hint that that's what it would have been. Right? Wow. I mean, that's, I'm like, what's goose. fun about when we bring a certain mystery in is that, like, I... It's kind of, oh, it's this, but it's not this, but it's that also. Yeah. Oh, you tricky, tricky person. <laughs> tricky, tricky. Um. All right, so... A superstition is any belief or practice considered by non-practitioners uh, to be irrational or supernatural, attributed to fate or magic, perceived supernatural influence, or fear of that which is unknown. It is commonly applied to beliefs and practices surrounding luck, amulets, astrology, fortune-telling, spirits, and certain paranormal entities. Ooh, my favorite. Boo. Boo. Yeah, yeah. Particularly the belief that future events can be foretold by specific, apparently uh, unrelated prior events. Mm. Um, also, the word superstition is often used to refer to a religion not practiced by the majority of a given society, regardless of whether the prevailing religion contains alleged superstitions or to all re- religions by the anti-religious. So okay. that, that's basically saying that like superstition is not necessarily just like a uh, certain religions thing like mm-hmm. a lot of people have superstitions and things like yeah apart me with from like religion. the splitting of the pole has nothing to do with like what i believe in in religion yeah it's more so like it's just something i'm like you're like I that's not good this. vibes that's how i feel like when there's flies in my apartment or like dead flies that's supposed to be really bad luck Mm-hmm. So flies, that freaks me out. Or it's like a sign of like something evil is in your mm-hmm. house. So I get freaked out, cause especially in um, Amityville Horror. You know, like, yeah. was it flies or moths or something mm-hmm. that were like infesting? That's my fear. I'm like, okay, there has to be something demonic in your house if that's happening. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, that's no. too much. All so right. if I see like two flies trapped in my apartment, I'm like, <gasps> panic. Two flies? Well, not now, but at one point there was, like, two different flies in my apartment for some reason, reason and I was stressing out. Oh, my gosh. And then I get on trips. I'm like, what's significance of flies in my apartment? <laughs> what's the significance of... I have to find meaning behind this yeah. right now. That's how I felt with the bells when Stephanie and I heard the bells, which I did tell on the last episode, mm-hmm. how Stephanie and I heard the bells. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my... Yeah, oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. That, I told my, uh, I told, uh, Dennis about that, actually. And he, about the bells, and he was like, that's, that's weird. Yeah. That's crazy. We're just connected, Um, Stephanie and I. We can't help it. (laughs) 
Um, all right. So going more a little bit into superstitions, uh, mm-hmm. this comes from uh, theconversation.com and it's called, titled The Science of Superstition and Why People Believe in the Unbelievable. Uh, so psychologists who have investigated what role superstitions play have found that they derive from the assumption that a connection exists between co- co-occurring non-related events. Mm-hmm. For instance, the notion that charms promote good luck or protect you from bad luck. For many people, engaging with superstitious behaviors provides a sense of control and actually has been proven to reduce anxiety, Okay, uh, which is why levels of superstition increase at times of stress and angst. Uh, this is particularly the case during times of either economic crisis or social uncertainty, notably wars and conflicts. Um, researchers have observed how in Germany between 1918 and 1940, measures of economic threat correlated directly with measures of superstition. Mm. So when they looked at that number, the amount of economic, like, fear that was there, um, brought up everyone's feeling of, like, superstition or, like, needing to, like, do certain things to be, like, okay, we're okay. It's so weird that we're talking about this because mm-hmm. yesterday I was watching this video and I remember his name, Anthony Padilla, which I think I told you about I before. I love Anthony. I know, he's so good. But I was watching an episode yesterday and he was talking to people who are part of like Wicca, mm-hmm. like Wiccans. He was talking to Wiccans. Yeah. And in the episode, there was this girl talking about how she participates in um, Wicca, Wiccan rituals and mm-hmm. that kind of thing and how... It's more about, like, the ritualistic thing that brings her comfort because it's, like, a control thing. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just funny you brought that up because she said the exact same thing. Like, Really? Yeah. Like, that's more of what drew her to it. Just something comfort, like, Mm. I don't know. It was sort of like a therapy type thing. I'm like, that's so interesting. Wow. No, yeah. It's, like, very interesting to think about because, like, uh, you know, our um, Danielle, like, Mm -hmm. she has uh, talked about like being involved in like wicca and stuff like that but yeah sometimes it's literally just about like not necessarily believing in a certain like higher power it's just sometimes about like the energy you bring out into the world yeah and how that energy feeds back into you like mm-hmm. it's a cycle yeah just, like i think just very interesting how like you can find comfort in things like wicca like yeah. for those reasons i feel like it's a very positive thing like i feel like before I kind of just thought Wicca, witchcraft, like, that's kind of what it, like, mostly was, but, like, dark witchcraft. Yeah. But it's not. Like, they don't even, Satan isn't even part of, like, Wicca stuff. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, in my brain, I was like, oh, it's, like, demonic, but not according to, like, the people who were speaking yesterday in the video about the Wicca culture stuff. I'm like, that's crazy. That's so wild. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, the... I was actually going to talk about this. That just like brought up a point. I saw a TikTok yesterday, actually. Mm -hmm. um, And it was from a 1993 interview with uh, the actress who plays uh, Mary Sanderson in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Um, I think it's her name's like Kathy Ann. Um, I believe. Yeah. I I have her cast thing pulled up here. Yeah. Kathy. Kathy Ann uh, Najame. Najame. I'm going to go with Najame. The blonde girl? No, the um, the that's black Jessica girl. Parker. Yeah, that's why I was like, "What were you talking <laughs> no, about?" No, the the third one, not Bette Midler, not Sarah Jessica Parker. Black haired girl. Yes, the one who has the vacuum. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, I guess apparently she did like a news interview, 
Did you see I, this? I saw it. You can explain for okay. people who haven't heard it. But, like, basically, um, it was, like, this was 1993, like, when she did this interview. And literally in it, she talked to the directors and writers of Hocus Pocus that she didn't want to appropriate Wicca culture and wanted to be respectful to witches because she had friends who were witches and took it, like, very seriously. Mm-hmm. So she actually got the role, like, kind of changed and, like, reworked to be a little bit more... Um, understanding of it which probably made a big impact on the movie and kind of makes the witches uh in hocus pocus a lot more scarier because they're not like there's comedy bits with them obviously because it's like three very funny comedians Um, yeah but it's just very interesting because like the joke itself wasn't just like "Uh aha look we're witches yeah so um it was just cool because she was also saying too she's like yeah i have friends who are like people of color i have lgbtq friends who are like into like uh wicca and like all these things and it's just like i don't want to be a part of that narrative and i was like yeah. that's so crazy especially for 1993 yeah. i was really surprised there was some other stuff she was bringing up but like yeah definitely go and check it out because it was very just it's very, a great interview yeah it was it great is a interview. great interview it was very like culturally relevant to stuff that's happening now as well and like she was ahead of her time like 30 years ahead of her time like yeah. holy and i was just like that is so amazing like mm-hmm. it's just wild to see that she was so willing to do that especially yeah. just for like a children's movie because she could have just been like oh whatever like i'm gonna yeah. do this but she was like no did you see the new one i have not yet have okay you? i won't yeah i won't say anything okay i am excited to see it i know yeah. um uh, there's uh, three drag race girls in it. Uh, there are. There's Ginger Minj, Cornbread the Snack Jate, mm-hmm. and then uh, my girl Ka Mora Hall. Aww. Who's Sarah Jessica Parker in it. I like I, I was mean... calling her Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> She's Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh my gosh. But it was fun. I love that though. That's so exciting. Um, Alright. Where am I going with this? Okay. I don't want to, like, repeat myself, so I'm just, like, picking and choosing which superstitions. Yes, you're uh, okay. But the conversation article also talks about sporting superstitions. Ooh. So superstition is also highly prevalent within sports, mm-hmm. uh, especially in highly competitive situations. Four out of five professional athletes report engaging with at least one superstitious behavior prior to a performance. A performance! That's a so performance. funny. Within sport. Within sport sports, uh, mm-hmm. superstitions have been shown to reduce tension and provide a sense of control over unpredictable chance factors. Mm-hmm. So it goes back to that um, that second form of luck, the idea of like you can't control the maybe that's the third one actually the the circumstantial is that second yeah one? I'm gonna go back to that right now yeah yeah pull up that list um, where are you girl oh um. Uh, no, it's the, I think it's the ignorance luck one. Luck with factors one does not know about. Because, like, mm-hmm. they can't, they don't know the full outcome yeah. of what will happen. Uh, Especially which is in, cool. like, a football game. Yeah, so uh, superstition uh, practices tend to vary across sports, but there are similarities. Mm-hmm. Within football, gymnastics, and athletics, for example, competitors reported praying for success, uh, mm-hmm. checking appearance in mirror, and dressing well to feel better prepared. 
Players and athletes also engage with personalized actions and behaviors, such as wearing lucky clothes, kits, and charms. Mm. I've heard that before. Like, yeah. I've seen that in movies, too. Like, wearing your lucky jersey to the game. Yeah. I feel like the closest thing I can think of is on Grey's Anatomy. Oh. <laughs> All you Grey's girlies will get it. Oh but gosh. Derek Shepard, the neurosurgeon, wears, like, a a scrub cap with, um, mm-hmm. what is it called? fairy boats or something i think he has on it is his lucky scrub cap so he can do well oh my gosh and it's, See, just, it's cute i was thinking of uh the episode of the nanny where <laughs> she's date. have you do you know what episode i'm talking about i don't think there's an episode of the nanny where she's dating a hockey player okay and she was like his good luck charm and she kept like winning games but he was like super superstitious mm-hmm. and she wore like red bottom shoes to a game and i guess it's a superstition to not wear red bottom shoes to a hockey game and oh he was freaking out now and i kind of like, want you to need to fun. leave it's such a funny episode should i wear red bottom shoes to a hockey game you should <gasps> i just want to see really what funny. happens come on i don't want to like ruin the episode if anyone can go find it but literally like it was so funny she was like eh. it's like fran sits down on the couch she's like i am not a bad luck charm and then she's like she pulls off her red shoes and oh. the hockey team's like and they score and then she oh. puts it back on it's like oh no. no he's injured <laughs> the drama of course it's a really funny episode okay i'm gonna have to watch it <laughs> Um, I feel like it also reminds me, like, when we're talking about the sports stuff, it reminds me of, before musical, I don't know if you had this, but, like, the circle you Mm -hmm. would have before a show for musical. Did you Mm -hmm. have that? What? Where you'd, like, go around the circle and, like, say what you're thankful for or, like, squeeze each other's hands or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yes. Oh, my god. But that was, like, a good luck type thing. Ritual. Or, like, break a leg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, all the time. It's, like, really scary. Um, where is it going all right so okay. i'm gonna do a couple of superstitions i'm not gonna go through all of them because there's like so many yeah there's like 30 i'm gonna oh. do a couple okay uh so we got knocking on wood which yeah. we talked briefly about so um the actual origins and even meanings of the phrase um are as varied as the cultures which use it, with some suggesting roots in the Indo-European or Celtic uh, belief Mm -hmm. that spirits good and bad resided in trees who could be either called upon for protection or chased away by knocking on their home, and others, particularly Christians, linking the practice to the magical power of the wooden crucifix. Most likely among the different theories, historians have attributed the superstition to a 19th century British children's game called uh tiggy touchwood in which young players claimed immunity from being tagged by touching the nearest piece of wood adults picked up on the habit in the phrase uh knocking on wood and the rest is history oh i think that's really cool the idea that you're knocking to get a fairy's attention yeah that's so funny you said hey little fairy let me in right that's cute um, this one I was very surprised about because uh, I didn't actually know this. Okay. Uh, throwing salt over your shoulder. Oh, I knew that one. Do, do you know? My mom okay. does that. Okay. So perhaps the next most common superstition, at least in the Western culture, involves tossing salt over one's sh- shoulder. Like knocking on wood, this superstition also involves the idea of warding off evil. In this case, the devil himself. Uh, in Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper, Jesus... Uh, with the betrayer Judas is portrayed as having accidentally spilled salt. Mm. Since Judas was associated with doing something bad, the argument goes that uh, 
the salt was also bad and throwing it over your shoulder would blind the devil. Oh, so, that's funny. Th- crazy. Get stuff. out of here, Satan. Take the salt. Oh no. There is a cartoon I watched and I can't, I don't remember if it's Jackie Chan adventures or if it's another cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like it, it, the way they interpreted the bad luck of like knocking over the pepper and needing to throw the salt. Mm-hmm. Um, was that uh, a little slug, an invisible slug, would climb into your ear uh, and, like, no. ruin, like, your life. So, like, you throw salt onto the slug so it, like, burns. This was a uh, children's show. That's a lot. I can't remember if it was Jackie Chan Adventures or if it was something else. But I that is, like, a core memory in here that I was like, oh, my God, when oh, you throw what? salt. You're yeah. killing a little imaginary slug. We're gonna slug. kill the baby slug. We're gonna kill a little baby slug. Little baby slug. Right? I was just Cute. like, oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> all right. Where am I gonna go? Okay. Next one is, of course, we talked a little bit about it. Uh, walking under a ladder. Mm-hmm. So the superstition of not wanting to walk under a ladder also has roots in Christian symbolism as well. Uh, the Holy Trinity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is led to an association of the number three with something sacred. The triangle within its three sides came to be regarded as a sacred uh, place. And a ladder, of course, forms a triangle. So naturally, to walk under that would be to d- destroy the sanctity of the Holy Trinity, thus oh. causing punishment. I realize it went that deep. I, I didn't I'm know sorry, that either. I'm sorry, God. My B. I I think I was associated walking under a ladder with like portals more than oh, okay. I did holy trin. I don't. That's like little kid thoughts. No one told me that. Like my brain was just like walking under a ladder is bad because it's a portal. I just thought like the ladder was gonna fall on me or like a piano would like fall on me. I don't know something crazy, <laughs> like the movies. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> <laughs> the movies. Piano's gonna fall on me. Oh my gosh. Um, but I guess apparently also with like ladder stuff, apparently, um, in ancient Egyptian culture, they avoided, uh, ladders, like going super high mm-hmm. on them because they were worried they would like meet one of their gods. Like they thought they would oh. go so high, they would accidentally meet one of the gods Aww. and make one of them mad. That's kind of um, wholesome that they thought that though, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like cute. It's like kind of respectable of just like, oh, yeah. I don't want to bother our gods. Bother Anubis God. is probably sleeping right now. He's probably sleeping. It's like Jack and the Beanstalk. That. Right? Exactly. But like a ladder to God. Okay. <laughs> this is the last superstition I want to talk about since we can't go through all of them, but I really like this one and I think it's, you got to talk about it. Ooh, okay. Black cat. I love it. I, I love black cats. You know, we got our little baby Binks-y. at our place, Binksy baby. Binksy baby. Binksy baby. Okay. Yeah. Uh, though cats have often been associated with good luck uh, rather than its opposite and were even worshipped as gods in ancient Egypt, things took a turn for the worse for our dark colored feline friends sometime around the Dark Ages when in 1232 AD, a papal bull by Pope Gregory, I believe the 10th? Declared them as an incarnation of Satan, according to People magazine. Things only went downhill for black cats from there, with people of the Middle Ages, um, like, trying to, like, basically just get rid of them. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, which is actually something I have seen before, sadly, is that, like, people abuse black cats, especially around, like, Halloween, which is just so awful. And it's 
dumb. Quit it's it. So dumb. Stop it. Uh, but uh, the first, uh, where was it? Okay. So America connecting them to the practice of witchcraft as well. Mm-hmm. Also, the color black has long been associated with evil and death, which didn't help matters for our furry friends who had the misfortune of being born the color of the night. But honestly, Aww. black cats are some of the most beautiful cats I've ever seen. They are I, babies. I've heard things about like they don't get adopted as much because like they don't show up well on photographs or something oh. like that. But black cats are the cutest, sweetest babies i've ever seen they if you are. have the chance to adopt a black cat i am yes. telling you to do it because do it, it they are the cutest little babies in the cutest world little babies also adopt other cats like my cat luna but, i mean yeah but i guess adopt, i guess adopt, adopt overall adopt don't buy but yeah, like but also black cat if you see a little black cat take a chance take a chance give, on her give him a little kiss for me give him a little kissy kiss a little, little head a little um so yeah so that's a bit history of uh black cats and those superstitions as well and then yeah so basically honestly the only other thing that's really in here is just a quick summary of like some good luck charms so you know there's like the horseshoe curves mm-hmm. horseshoe curves that's that's altoona pa the horseshoe curve that's not a thing it's oh, a horseshoe like, what's a horseshoe curve there's there's a place in altoona called the horseshoe curve Oh, is it part of, like, the curve? It's like a mountain that's in the shape of a horseshoe. Oh. I think about, like, Altoona Curve, like, baseball. (laughs) Yeah, no, well, that's actually where they got their name. Did you ever go to Altoona Curve baseball games? I did. I went to a couple. I did, too. Oh, my gosh, we did go together. What if we again? We should. I'm so sad we didn't. We should have. Aw. Aw. We were together in spirit. I don't know if you know this. I actually saw this in a video, too, about horseshoes, but, like, Mm -hmm. if you... I'm trying to make a horseshoe with my hand um uh if you do like a horseshoe that's like up like this uh it like exudes positive energy but have you ever heard that if you flip it don't flip it okay what is it bad yeah it's bad why'd you just do it well it's not an actual horseshoe um (laughs) you're gonna curse yourself i don't even know what it is apparently the belief is if you put a if you like hang a horseshoe upside down on a wall all the good luck falls out of it okay so you keep it up to keep it stored inside okay so it's fine you just did that yeah exactly (laughs) scary so the last couple of good luck charms uh we got obviously we talked about a little bit the number seven um, seven. which is just considered just like um uh so whether you are familiar with japanese mythology and call upon the seven gods of fortune or you are familiar with Christian traditional texts, you know that the number seven has a strong influence. It is no surprise to see uh, sevens throughout a casino, but whatever you do, don't say the word seven around any bad players. Oh. So if you say, like, the word seven, I guess, around someone who's terrible at gambling. Will they take your luck? Yeah, basically. Which is kind of cool. Um. This is, I've heard of this one before. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about the cat's eye good luck charm? I'm thinking of like the, um, whatever the blue eye is. Oh, the evil eye. The evil eye. Jenny yes. is very into evil eyes. Really? Stuff, but I never heard of the cat's eye. I think, yeah, I actually have a thing on the evil eye. Uh, Ooh, okay. We want to talk about that real quick. Just yes. segue. Um, 
So the Curse of the Evil Eye is a common belief spanning the Mediterranean, Middle East, and South Asia that's been held for thousands of years that to achieve too much success would to be to invite the anger or inspire the envy of the gods, who would then smite the unfortunate individual with a reversal of fortune. In response to the fear of this curse, people across the ancient Mediterranean began fashioning amulets and beads with an image of an evil eye, sometimes referred to um, as Nazars, which would then help ward off that horrible untoward fate. Oh, okay. So it's kind of just like, I guess... Warding off evil. Yeah, it keeps an eye on the evil that, like, I guess the gods would go upon you. Yes. Um, But the cat eye as well is uh, those who carry a cat's eye stone in their pocket in India do so because they believe that one who carries this stone in their pocket will never uh, have their good fortune leave them. Okay. Uh, cat's eye stones protect individuals from unexpected loss and guard financial decision making. Um, I want one. <laughs> That's so cool. Right? Uh, cat's eyes, like tiger luck, symbolizes personal fortune and wealth. Hmm. And then I've heard of this one, of mm-hmm. course. This is the last one I'll talk about yes. is turtles. Turtles are a big, like, good luck charm. Have you ever seen that before? No, I don't really? think so. I don't think. See, I've seen in, like, films and, like, cartoons, too, a lot of people really like turtles. Oh, I've I like turtles. Turtles. I like turtles. Um, uh, so, in many Native American cultures, the turtle represents fertility and a link between man and mother nature. Mm. Also, the idea that longevity and hope are nice to have when going up against the house um so just kind of like it's like a perseverance kind of good luck charm so you can get like a oh, little like pebble kind of like the turtle in the hair type thing like keep trekking. yeah yeah okay exactly. that's making sense i've heard of that obviously. it's all adding up in the end it's making sense <laughs> but yeah so yeah that is kind of a little bit of everything about luck in terms of bad good superstition good luck charms a uh, bunch of different cultures it's kind of interesting to see how many uh how luck is kind of a universal kind of phenomenon yeah uh it's it's just like cool to kind of see that it's like something we can all relate to and notice and it was uh, nice to hear like the different origins of different things and like where these different concepts came from yeah and i don't know now yeah. i feel like i'm gonna be very aware <laughs> no me too i'm gonna to leave be... here like okay what am i doing <laughs> i'll keep it I don't right know. i want good luck now but i can't it's not my choice what was like do you think like your favorite thing about everything we talked about today let's see i feel like the most interesting thing to me was the stuff about the ladders because i feel like with the triangle yeah i didn't Mm -hmm. realize like i knew like a little bit of it that like it was the different sides like the three was like the holy trinity but i didn't realize like you walking under a ladder meant that you were disrupting the holy trinity i'm like Mm -hmm. that's like and that it was like evil. Nuts. I'm like, oh, that's unexpected. Yeah, like, that was oh, very interesting. But I think that's my favorite because it was just unexpected. Same with the turtle. Didn't know the turtle was. Yeah, what I, it was. I've seen turtles used before as like stuff. I think they actually used it in Avatar or Legend of Korra. Oh, 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 yes. Like turtles symbolizing good fortune and like yeah, those things. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, because wasn't it was Aang was trying to make that decision? There was the turtle. Yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. At the very close shows to the like of the, the good luck and stuff like that, okay. which is just so so cool. Um, I think for me, if I really have to think about it, I think this is more so 
not picking a real thing, I didn't know luck had rules to it. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know there was people that were like, here is a set of rules of how luck has to work. Yeah. And, and it's kind of wild because, like, when you think about the rules of luck, mm-hmm. they kind of are proven facts. Like, because yeah. I can't really debate with what they are saying luck is. Like, I cannot yeah. fight them on it. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to be like, we found a way to make a phenomenon that we all cannot explain have, like, yeah. a rule book to it. But it's like, how do you take advantage of that rule book? with your own personal luck. It's interesting because it's like a magical real thing because it's real to everyone who mm-hmm. believes in some sort of superstition. Like, even yeah. if you aren't religious, like we talked about, like, if you aren't religious, there might still might be a superstition that really, like, yeah, you relate to or you find exactly. comfort in, like, understanding. Yeah. No, it's but just, yeah. like, so interesting. Especially, like, the, all the superstition stuff, too. Just kind of, like, um, just all, like, overall, it's just a very interesting thing to kind of look at yeah yeah but yes i i definitely <laughs> want to try some of these yeah but like the, not the demonic ones or anything like that, <laughs> but like yeah I don't know. and there's and there's so much more out there i really um expect or would like people to definitely go and uh seek out more stuff about luck and like yes. seeing those things uh there is let me pull this uh, because I want to give him a quick shout out. Okay, yes. Where is it? Okay. Um, I didn't use uh, his like video like for this, but mm-hmm. if anyone would like to go check out JJ McCallo mm-hmm. on YouTube, he has a video called "American Good Luck Symbols Explained." Ooh. So it's like a brief history about all of like our good luck and where that came from and what cultures okay. they're in here, and maybe that low key inspired me for this as well. Yeah. So I appreciate i think everyone should go check that out too if you want to know more about good luck bad luck and superstition so okay thank you yeah this is fun but regardless i guess the case of luck will forever and ever remain a a mystery mystery. Yeah. yeah stunning Thank you guys so much Thank for watching. You. This was our season seven of Good Luck Premiere. We yes. will hopefully we'll have a great season full of fun. A lucky season, if you will. Yes, a lucky season. A. Maybe we'll win an award next year. Ah. <laughs> Speaking of that to everyone, <laughs> thank you for voting for us for uh best of best Pittsburgh. podcast of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh we unfortunately did not make the top three. Yeah, but that's okay. The amount of love and just support that we got yeah during that process was incredible and we are just excited to keep growing yes keep we're excited and thank for you all thank you so much we love you the most yes and we will see you next week for yes something not your special. case you'll it'll be something special we won't say just yet halloween special that's Miss coming halloween. out and yeah. then we'll be back with the tiffany case we'll be back <laughs> don't you fret all right but yes till next time Goodbye. Goodbye.